0: One, two, intro, two, three, all in. Hey guys, welcome to the very first episode of Strings and Stones. In this episode, I will dive in to the experiences I have been through, to the times I has felt lonely as a music director, as a worship leader, as a musician. And this is the reason why I have wanted to start this podcast. I have felt it in my heart that this needs to be for the next generation and also to bridge the older generation. It has been a tough, beautiful, stressful, amazing, awesome, wearisome few years as a worship director. I never would have thought the burden, but I also would have never thought the joy that could come with the title or the position or whatever you want to even call it. Because once you get in that position, you think you're inadequate. Well, at least I did. I thought it was inadequate. That there was no way I could do it. I'm 20, 20 years old, 21 years old. There's no way I could do it. I do not have the skill of a 40 year, year old musician or worship director that's been doing this for years. And that is the beauty of it because God calls you at any age. And if you're ready and willing, to jump right in, I believe God stands firm on his promises. I know that this whole journey that I could have not done it without God in my life or God at the center because at times I just wanted to cry in my bedroom or cry on, on the platform before church services because of the stress, because of the failing to perform, which is not not right. I'm being transparent here. It's not right at all. But the human side of myself, I'll speak for, always wanted to put on the best of the best and to show that our team had it, our team could do it, our team could blow your mind. When in all actuality, I learned in the very first few weeks that it's all about his presence. If you don't have his presence, might as well just pack it all up. Not even, not even strum a chord. Not even hit a hit a key or even hit a symbol. Because if his presence isn't there, you're wasting your time. I started at a very young age loving music, loving, loving, loving music, and I could say that a thousand times more because it was like I was always having headphones in. I remember multiple times growing up with the parents riding on a road trip or going on a few vacations. I would have headphones in and it wouldn't be anything for them to turn around and tell me to take my headphones out. And that was a normal thing because I always had music playing. Now, I, I do not know where the drive for the technicality of music came from. But all I know is it one day it just clicked and I, and I just dove right in every aspect of music whether it was learning the number system or learning vocal parts or learning different chords and how things overlay with musicians playing one thing and another playing another or the bass being in pocket with the drums. It just blew my mind. It's just a swinging door wide open. And I think that's, I don't think I know that that was the time God was planting seeds in my heart for future things I didn't know about Being a music director, um, but it did advance me as a musician, which I needed because there are times when us musicians, um, we get to a time where we feel like we've learned to all we can and you feel like there's a ceiling, you've hit a ceiling. But I can speak from experience that once you hit that ceiling, just keep pushing, just keep pushing yourself to learn. And eventually, that revolving door, that door would just swing wide open to more adventures and more melodies and more um just different sounds you can learn Uh, so at 11 i started playing the guitar i got my first guitar on my birthday from my father it was a silver tone uh black and uh, it's all i can remember is black and yellow and i remember jamming out to stuff not even chords just some wailing notes i'm awful to this day i'm sure but it came with a little disc and i learned a couple chords and after that i just stayed on those chords for months and months and if not a year a couple years until i was about 13 14 and then it got to a tough time in my life where i was a teenager going through some changes and when I'd get upset, I'd go in my room and just grab my guitar and just strum and strum and strum until the strings are about to bust at the seams. And that is, and that's the moment I remember fully pouring myself into music because I would be so mad that all I wanted to do was play my play my guitar. And at those moments, I felt a passion and a drive to pour my emotion things I'm feeling in music and so I I thank God for that drive for that passion every day but also I failed when it came to in high school I played in the marching band on the percussion but there wasn't a drive to learn there wasn't a drive to be good at it there wasn't a drive to do music ministry at all that wasn't even in the forefront of my mind After high school, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I still played guitar every once in a while, but didn't really pull myself into it. Then one day, I I fell on my face crying out to God. God, I want more. I I want this music thing to just take over. I want to know more about it. God, pour your melodies into my heart. Pour your thoughts into my heart. Pour, Pour the heavens lyrics into my heart. That you would want me to write or to play or to hear to help someone else write or play. And it was it was like that door opened up again where I thought I hit a ceiling and I was just crying out to God. And the door opened up again and it was just a flood. So at the age of 18, 19, I remember floods of melodies, floods of lyrics just coming to my mind and I couldn't even control them. I didn't even know where to start or where to even stop because it was just overwhelming at times. And that's not a bragging, that's not a brag at all. That is a That is a very humble and very in awe spirit that I was in or or the mindset that I was in that I never would have thought that it would be me writing. Um, and at the age of 20, I began to work on a single that a a couple of my friends have have helped me out with, and it was amazing. Prayed about the song, multiple things come up. People have asked me to start a GoFundMe for the single because it would be a hefty price to get it done in the studio. But I constantly believe God because he showed up time and time again for me in the past where I cried out, God, you'll make a way, God, make a way where I learn more melodies, And those thoughts as I was, we was recording this single in the studio, those thoughts of when I was younger, crying out to God, give me more, God, give me more, let me know your heart. The cry came back and I told myself, trust God, stand on his promises, stand on his word that he'll, he'll make a way. If this song is meant for someone, if this song is meant to be out, God will make a way. And it not. It just blew my mind before we knew it we had the money. Before we knew it we, we paid for the stuff we needed to the studio was paid for. Before we knew it vocals were done and it was getting an exciting time. And once we released a single, it was like an awesome feeling. And in no way was it prideful. It was a very great responsibility that God had given me and also some friends the lyrics that he had wanted us to speak in the song and the song is Recover. And that song to this day speaks volumes to me because the things I've been through in my life, the the struggles that I've been through, the temptations that I've been through, I've always trusted God was gonna recover everything that was lost. And whatever I had I had failed or I had failed God, I knew all I had to do was come back to him, face in the altar asking God please recover me God please restore me and this leads to at the age of 21 20, late 20s 21 taking over a, or being given a music director position or a music director responsibility at a local church at a, at a family church I grew up in I, I thought I was ready uh, comically Thought I was ready because I had just released a single or I was ready to release a single just newly. But little did I know it's more about, it's more than just musical technicality in a music director or music leader position. It is how you balance stress, it's how you balance. Friendships, it's how you balance your uh, fellow musicians on the platform with you every Sunday. It is very important that as music directors, we become family before we become friends. We have to become family. You guys will see each other every weekend. And it's very important you know the ins and outs, the strengths and weaknesses of your team. I learned at a very fast pace, a very quick way that you can't just assume everybody knows what they're doing. And if they don't, you, you're you allowed to just yell at them or tell them that they're doing it wrong or just give up on them. It isn't right at all to give up on anybody it should be our part as a music director to help to be there as a hand to help someone grow or to learn more skills on the drums on the bass on on the keys on the on the guitar it's it's our job and our duty our responsibility to help anybody that wants to to learn i remember many times as the vocalist. It didn't seem like they were getting it right, but I could tell in their in their eyes, in their heart, their actions, that they were wanting to learn. And yet, it was tough. It wasn't beautiful at times. It was, it was real hard. I seemed like a bad guy in my eyes, but I was constantly being told, no, help us out, we wanna learn, we wanna learn. And I found out that when people ask you sincerely and asking you, And you can tell by their actions they're wanting to learn. Keep pushing. Keep doing what you're doing. It might seem like an inconvenience, but please change that mindset that it's not an inconvenience. It will help you out in the long run. Music directors, your team is one of the most, if not the most important thing to you every weekend. Yes, I know I'm going to get some eye rolls from some people that say, no, the presence of God is. Yes, 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 I agree. The presence of God is what we strive for to move in the place. But never forget who you go with, who is always going to be right there by your side, who's going to give you the support you need. So never neglect your team. It is a lonely spot sometimes, music director or worship leader. But no, you're never alone. You truly have a team behind you that will push and that will give you support whenever you need it or whenever you feel like you don't have support. I promise you, you do. Now, musicians, I would ask that you would do your part. Um, speaking from a fellow musician as myself and friends that will be on this podcast in the future upcoming episodes, that you do your part in practice, that you do your part in rehearsals, that you do your part in uh, learning the songs and listening to them over and over and putting your hands to the instrument instead of just listening through your ears. Now, I I know there are some people that are gifted in listening to music and knowing exactly how it is. But don't just trust your ear. Put your hands to it. It helps out when you put your hands, you learn the patterns, you know your number systems front and backwards. I promise you, when your music director finds this out, it's going to make their life and your life a lot easier. Where they can trust you with a lot more things. Where they can know that you'll flow when the spirit moves. They know that the anointing, when the anointing takes over, that you will be able to work in that anointing in your gift. That is one of the things we're missing in this generation. And I'm not blaming anyone in this generation for this. But we're missing the anointing while we play in the presence of God. It is important that you practice in the anointing and you practice the songs in the anointing during the week when you're sent out the set. It is important that you put the work in with the presence of God around you in your room as you practice because it makes it that much more possible and that much more flexible for you in service when the Spirit moves. It's nothing... But normal to you, that the Spirit's moving. It scares me when a musician sees that the presence is moving and just quits playing. Now, there are times I agree the respect of the presence and the respect of the Spirit moving that it is speaking to a congregation of people more than what music can do. But there is a story in the Bible of David, the reason for this podcast of Strings and Stones is that Saul had asked David to come and play the spirits that were tormenting him away. I won't get much into that story right now, but we will in the future episodes. But that scripture alone shows you, that story alone shows you that the importance of music can drive away the enemy the spirits the distractions the temptations that try to come into your life i remember speaking to a, a a friend of mine he was trying to get back into music ministry and back into being a musician he had been gone for a little bit and he was asking well i just don't want to get stuck on a on a instrument i don't want to get stuck back on the back playing music on the platform and losing myself again Musicians, if you feel called to in the music ministry or you know God has called you to play an instrument and you're walking in that, don't put away your instrument. That is your weapon of warfare. That is your weapon of worship. That is what's keeping you tied to the heart of God. I promise you that there is no better way to fight off the enemy in your life than walking in the ministry God's called you to be in. And if that is musicianship and playing in his presence, then stick to it. So I said all that to say this. The reason for this podcast is to help your team, your worship director, your worship leader, with practical tools with experiences from former worship directors, worship leaders, and very skilled musicians to show you that you're not alone, but also there is room for improvement. And on the other aspect that's not so technical, but very, very necessary is the spiritual side. I will be bringing in former pastors fellow pastors to talk about the importance of the vision of the church you serve in as a worship director, worship leader, or even a a musician at your church, because all positions, all responsibilities are necessary and carry a great responsibility. Your pastor's voice is very important. The vision of the house is very important for worship teams Because if we're putting out in the congregation on every Sunday or every Wednesday or whatever your weekday services are, we're putting out the opposite of the vision of the house, uh, the opposite of the vision of the pastor. I would beg that you find the vision and the voice of your pastor, because when the voice of the pastor and the voice of the worship team combined and make a beautiful melody, the church grows the church booms the ceilings the walls can't contain the growth because it's it's scriptural it's truth that god moves in unity and so as well as we will give you practical tools but we will also give you a spiritual aspect to follow or even just experiences that some pastors some worship leaders have in the spiritual part so if you know a worship director worship leader a musician that would love to hear this type of podcast please send them a link uh, get them interested in this or if you're a director or a leader or a musician yourself please lend your ear to every word of every episode